Welcome to the Praxis Podcast. Praxis is a conversation about the intersection of science-based wellness and Christian spiritual practice. We cover three topic areas, mindfulness, fitness, and diet. This podcast is a recording from our live Zoom sessions, where we have a discussion, sometimes a guest speaker, and then we sit in 20 minutes of contemplative silence. You're welcome to join along with this podcast or live with us on Zoom every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time. For more information, you can just Google us at Praxis Christian Wellness. All right. Thank you, everybody, for for coming. This uh, week, we are very, very blessed to have Phil Vestal here from Ruha Space, or Ruha Space, um, outside of Chicago. He has a both a, a real space ministry and a virtual ministry, um, which he describes as a space where a safe space where people can explore contemplative and embodied prayer that is Christ-centered and, and biblically is biblically sound. So he and his wife, lead folks in classes that are both online and YouTube. Um, and I think he also, you do, you do, um, do you do it on the website as well, Phil? Yeah. So YouTube, the website, and, uh, we were doing stuff in person pre COVID, but <laughs> that hasn't happened for a long time now. So. so it's been you, you and your wife, and you've been doing both a combination of, um, like things like centering prayer and Lectio Divina and in combination with what you call Christian yoga, which is a term that's out there. And what what is that? What is Christian yoga? He's here to tell us about it, uh, what to do, what not maybe not to do, and maybe lead us through some exercises. Um, if you if you have some floor space or you can use a chair. So um, yeah, thanks so much for coming, Phil. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Um, I'll just talk for a few minutes because I don't want to just, you know, monologue it. We can have a lot of space for dialogue, but um, just some basic, you know, basic introduction to my journey coming to yoga. Um, I've studied, I've uh, struggled with anxiety and Tourette's my whole life. And so, um, especially when I was a child, um, my dad ended up in the hospital and that kind of kicked off this OCD-ish type um stuff that I went through, um, just some other childhood trauma things, kind of always struggled with that. And so when I came to be a Christian, um, it's probably sometime around high school or a follower of Jesus, you know, however we want to label things. Um, I had a very heady faith. You know, I didn't like emotion. Um, I didn't like feeling my body because I wasn't very comfortable in my body. Um, Tourette's is when nerve endings and things aren't firing correctly. And so I constantly, or at least used to, now it's uh, it's still there, but I'm trying to manage. Um, very uncomfortable in my body. I didn't like those feelings and often didn't like my emotions. And so um, when I was in college, I did a lot of Bible study, um, all exegesis, theology, all this stuff, you know, got to know the Bible real well and had a very heady faith. And then when I went to seminary, I had to go through like group therapy. And so I went to a school heavy in psychology, um, 
and they made me deal with my story. <laughs> they made me start to feel things in my body and um, started learning a lot more about the disciplines and just realized that faith is not just something we think about. It's not just something in our mind, but uh, God created us with good bodies and our bodies communicate things to us. Our emotions communicate to us. Um, even the ones we don't necessarily like when we get angry or um, we're feeling other emotions, I feel, oh, let me shove that down. Let me get it out. But actually those things communicate to us as well. And so as I was journeying through, what does it look like to have an embodied prayer life? Um, especially when I started running out of words, um, I started not knowing, what do I say to God anymore? Right? Like, I mean, I, I don't have, so I just don't pray because I don't have anything to say. But then realizing these more contemplative traditions, the more listening practices and yoga came up and it was great because, um, uh, especially for the last five years, I've been a pastor here in Chicago and we've been through some crazy stuff to a couple miscarriages, um, some pretty deep church strife, um, some crazy things. And what started happening is, I, I don't know if any of you are going through something hard or have been through something difficult in the past, but for me, the thing to go is my health because I don't work out anymore. I don't run. I basically am just working and then uh, escaping by watching TV or something like that, right? And so yoga became, I, I was introduced to it and realized, oh my goodness, like this is a time when I can start to feel again. I can really engage my body. Um, yoga comes from this word uh, or is this word meaning to unite or to yoke. And so the idea is sort of uniting body, mind, spirit, breath, all of those things integrating and working together. And so um, what we started to look into was obviously what is yoga? How does it work? Is it okay for a Christian to do? Um, and for us, we arrived on, yes, it's okay to do because it's our body. It's a, it's a practice where we breathe and we move and we, um, we become mindful of what we're feeling. And just like you do in centering prayer, you know, in, in centering prayer, you might return to your sacred word. In yoga, it's returning to breath, returning to the movement, returning to what you're feeling. And I started to get healthier. I started to, um, when I started having feelings, especially around Tourette's and anxiety and those things, rather than feeling they, like they were running me, I began to be mindful of them, to welcome them, to respond to them. Um, because when you're in different postures, you know, you really have to feel, where am I feeling that? What is my body telling me? How do I breathe into that? And as you train yourself to do that, as you guys have probably noticed, it then happens, quote unquote, off the mat right? When you can learn to breathe well in neutral times, when you get cut off on the road, or you get bad news from the doctor, or you're in the middle of someone making you really angry or really anxious, um, you can return to that breath, right? And it returns you to a place of listening to wisdom. And we, of course, named our ministry Ruah Space from the Hebrew word Ruach, which is breath and spirit. And so for us, there's something very deeply um, spiritual about breath. Even the Psalms say, you know, when God sends his breath or spirit, we are created. And when he takes it, we die. And Genesis tells us God breathed life into us. And as we've learned throughout COVID, to breathe means to be very close to somebody, right? And so what do you need to do? You have to social distance so you're not breathing on them. So when scripture says God breathes life into us, there's this sense of God is continually breathing into us, which to me says... God doesn't social distance, not to say we shouldn't, we absolutely should, but God doesn't have to worry about COVID. So God gets like really close and is breathing into us. Um, and so that is then that, that reminder for me that my breath is physical, yes, but it reminds me to listen for the spirit, to remember that each breath is a gift. Um, 
And so yoga, yeah, we, we live, move, and have our being in God, right? And so we stretch our bodies, stretch our faith. For us, we often combine it with prayer, like prayer postures. We see people in scripture raising their hands up, kneeling, bowing, going prostrate, um, dancing, uh, sitting, all these sort of prayer postures, because what we're expressing with our body is then meant to sort of sync with what we're expressing in our spirit and in our mind. So a bowing posture is something like humility. Then we're not just thinking, oh God, I humble myself before you, but like people did when they would put on sackcloth and ashes, like God, I'm actually going to literally bow before you and sort of parallel the heart posture with the body posture. And for Christians, I know we've had sort of two um, very different responses, depending on where some people are. Well, three. One is people are totally on board and excited about it. But we, of course, have on the bell curve, you have people kind of on both ends. And on one end is, hey, it's demonic. You're, you're inviting demons in. You're worshiping other gods, um, that kind of thing. And We've sort of thought through that side to say, hey, you know, everything in the world, like Ecclesiastes says, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Everything that's been done will be done again, everything we're experiencing, but it's how we engage it. So certainly we could engage it in a way that isn't glorifying to Christ, doesn't bring us closer to God. But if we're doing the intention as worship, um, then for us, that's a practice we can engage in. But then on the other side, um, are people who say, well, everything in yoga is okay. And for us, we also don't go to that direction because, and this is kind of like what he said about maybe what we should avoid. This is just in our opinion, there's types of yoga um, like Kundalini yoga or other types that are very specifically in the practice itself, um, very intentionally worshipful of another God or another deity or inviting you into a different space. And so for us, there's just certain terms we'll avoid, like, and certain, you know, I, just for my own sake, I don't do yoga in like a Hindu studio, for example, um, not out of judgment of them, but just out of a um, testimony for myself. And, you know, I'm constantly reminded of Paul and Corinthians saying, hey, you know, you know, uh, you know that an idol is nothing. So it's okay for you to eat the meat. However, if someone who's a weaker member of the body sees you, they may misunderstand what you're doing. And so um, for us, we don't want to do something that we feel like could compromise how someone else is understanding what we're doing, um, or possibly put us in a position where we're kind of uncomfortable. So as much as we teach yoga and we practice it, we also, you know, there's certain terms we won't use, there's certain types of yoga we won't do. And I guess there's um, certain situations that we just won't participate because yoga is um, a very ancient practice. It dates back, you know, obviously thousands of years. And even that is hotly debated. Some people think it comedic yoga uh, goes to Egypt, right? There's people who talk about it being Hindu. There's other people I've talked to they're like, no, 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 it's not Hindu. It predates religion. And so we do, you know, and then now you have goat yoga, power yoga, you know, you have all of these uh, types of yoga. And it, and I know I'm going a million directions here, but um, you know, British colonialism, as it was in India, um, brought physical culture, ling gymnastics, weightlifting, and the two sort of interacted and exported this new practice that continues to be dialogical and change. And so uh, we feel like as Christians, there's an invitation to engage it um, as it's helpful to us. And so that's, I guess, what we do. And so... Uh, yeah, body, mind, and spirit, this integration. <laughs> That's a vomit of a lot of stuff, but I, I don't want to talk all night. So <laughs> That's just the beginning. Yeah, just people who, um, who have questions, uh, you know, just 
just jump in. Um, I, I did want to ask you um, one one quick one, uh, Phil. Was which is um, we had talked about um, in a certain yoga studio, like a yoga studio. There's nothing nothing to be afraid of uh, with your typical yoga studio, but there's also you know some some places that are going to want you to or invite you into the more spiritual practices of of the of the discipline and and here like to me like spiritual practice means a spirit mm. it means like a named deity right and like and that's sort of a no no once you've already um you know when you're focused on on god in christ and so is, is that kind of what you meant by, you know, one of the things you have to watch yeah, that, for? Yeah, that's in my opinion, you know, it, 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 to me, most every yoga teacher will put out some sort of summary synopsis of what their class is about, what they're doing, um, you know, even asking people about it. You know, if you're going to 24-hour fitness and they have a yoga class, it's most likely going to be just a purely physical practice. They may invite you to set an intention of joy or strength or peace or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think for me, I would just research, you know, what is their intent and what they're bringing to the class. And then, of course, um, even, you know, if, if we can be discerning in our own process to know um, what we, what makes us comfortable and what doesn't, I just wouldn't, you know, for me, um, I, I take it seriously as someone who's teaching it that I tend to, um, I tend to err on the conservative side, if that makes sense, of the don't teach or invite anyone to do something that might get them in a position they don't want to be in. And so I would just say to do abundant research. And if anything um, could lead you in a way you don't want to be led, um, I, I would obviously just invite you to be careful with that. Um, and yeah, so I guess it's their intent and then your discernment and knowing um, where you're at and what you want to participate in and what you don't. So for me, I just, you know, I do yoga videos online a lot because then I can just tailor it to what I want. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's how I'd see that, if that makes sense. Do other folks have questions? Uh, I don't have a question, but I have, you know, I was... um <laughs> Um, I, my wife does yoga. She's been doing yoga now for about five years. Um, and I've tried, uh, some yoga. I was doing some yoga a couple of years ago. I had some serious, um, sciatic pain that I still deal with. And it was with through the, uh, some light yoga practices of stretching that, uh, particular, uh, muscle where the sciatic nerve goes through to relieve that pain. Um, but I find that uh, just because I, I suppose my age, uh, the work that I've done all my life, um, that I've, I've, my arms, my shoulders are really tender to, to say the least. Sometimes, you know, just putting my shirt on, my shirt, I, my, the rotator cuff is, is, is uh, really damaged bad mm. um and so to do to do uh yoga stuff and and those kind of exercise i find you know they say you know don't don't hurt yourself and uh your lady here was saying that last week too right don't hurt yourself and you hurt yourself by doing the martial arts <laughs> and so I, I i find it really like where is the you know 
where's the balance point? It's just, I, 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 you know, because of my. Right. That's a good uh, question, which is like, when you're starting to feel discomfort, Phil, like when, when do you stop? How do, how do you regulate that? Yeah. That's yeah. On your own. I mean, we, we always say that, that stretching is good. Pain is bad. And so um, I, when it comes to yoga and stretching, I, I don't subscribe to the pain is gain because um, you're probably going to hurt yourself in some way. Um, you know, I, I would just maybe encourage you like check out chair classes and other things that, you know, if, if your shoulders and things are it, then, you know, a normal practice where you're doing a lot of downward facing dog or a lot of like um, arm balance type things, that's obviously going to really hurt. But mm -hmm. if you can get into a chair class where you have the chair to do support, um, the one thing, you know, that could help. But I would also just encourage you that one thing people sort of um, miss, I think, in yoga is making the um, making the posture, the practice. And to me, the posture is just a space creator for you to become present to your body. So the pose doesn't need to look like the 21 year old uh, supermodel doing it on the TV, right? Like mine doesn't look like that. Like, you know, it, it's going to look very different, but the posture is not what other people make it look. The posture is where your body is inviting you to go. So if someone else can, can, you know, like can arm bind by putting their hands behind their back and clasping, like, you know, and, and, you, and you can or can't do that, right. But then you can do things like have a strap and you like hold it and you go to like the distance or modify it like this, or like, it doesn't have to be, oh, I look like them to be successful. It's going, hey, actually, if you go where they're going and it's hurting your body, you're actually not doing the practice because the very purpose of the practice is I am honoring my body by listening to it and, and, offering it love and respect and honor. And so if you go where your body goes and it looks different, then you are doing the practice. So I guess that's that's what I would encourage you with is like, go where you can, avoid pain. And uh, yeah, maybe find, you know, like we, you know, we offer chair classes, lots of places can do chair where you're not doing the shoulder stuff. So yeah. Did, um, did Maeve or Aaron or Conk have a question? Cause we do want to get into some exercises here. Okay, so Phil, do you wanna do you wanna just sit, you know show us show us uh, some something fun? Sure. So John, you wanna do like a, a, a arm stand with me or something? Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but actually, hey, you know what's you know what's cool about that is we have this. Um, here, let me see if I can even show it to you. Why, uh, in the chat window, I have both a link to um, Phil's free classes on YouTube and to the membership uh, page for, for his other classes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, see, so this, this pops out, this piece, and it just leaves that ring. And it's very cool because with that, you can buy those for like 50 bucks online. And then you can do inversions and things. And that bench gives you like all the support. So I know a lot of students who use those kind of, those kind of like bench supports because it allows you to do postures without putting the same pressure on your body. So, okay, yeah, yeah, thanks for putting those in the chat. Um, I appreciate that. You wanna lead us in some exercises, then we'll, we'll kind of from there drift into uh, centering prayer. I, I, would, I would maybe lead us off in a prayer first. Um, 
And then do, do you have um, some stuff you'd like to do, Phil? Yeah, do you guys want to do it all seated or do you want to stand up or what do you want to do? I, yeah, let's, let's start seated and then I can, um, yeah, if you guys are good with that, let's just stay seated and then we can, we can go from there. Does that work for everybody? Yes, yeah, seated and then and then we'll get up and then come back to seated and or let's get let's get up and then we'll go back to seated. Okay. <laughs> we do a prayer before. Is do you usually pray before uh we, you start? We, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to lead us in a prayer then? Sure. Let's pray, friends. God, we are so grateful for the bodies that you've blessed us with. We're so grateful that you are as close as our next breath. Uh, Lord, forgive us when we haven't listened to our bodies, to our emotions, to your voice. Um, and we just come to this space today, whether it's from a hectic day or a peaceful day, and we just ask to feel your presence, to love as you've loved us, um, to know as, as you know us, and just speak, Lord, for your servants are here and we are listening. Amen. So friends, I'll invite you. Yeah, let's, let's stand up. Yeah, so what we'll do is if you guys know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to forward fold. So I'm going to disappear for a little bit. But what we're going to do is we're going to hinge at our hips and just forward fold. And again, if you fold all the way to the floor, that's your practice. If your fold is like right here, that's great. What I invite you to do is hinge at the hips and then let your head hang heavy. And in this posture, I invite you just to feel. Where do you, where do you sort of feel that stretch at? invite you to send your breath into it. Breathing in and out of our nose. Then we're gonna come up halfway. So I'll invite you to come almost to like a, a flat back if you can, rising up, hands on your knees or on your shins. And then we'll rise all the way up. We're gonna balance a little bit here. So what I invite you to do is taking your right leg, bring it up your leg, and I invite you, you can either place it all the way up or you can place it on your shin, or if it's in your practice today, you can just sort of kickstand against your ankle, if that makes sense. And this is called a tree posture. So find the place where you have balance and then you may find that you like having your hands in a prayer posture or out to the side, or you can raise them up in praise. What I'm gonna have you do is just stay here for a few seconds and find one point with your vision that you focus on to maintain this balance and breathe. Just keep, that, keep your eyes focused on that one place. The Hebrews tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus. Inhaling and exhaling. And inhale like a breath prayer. Inhaling, be still. And exhaling, and know that I am God. Let's release that foot, and then I invite you to find the same expression on the other side. So we're gonna ground down now on our right foot. Bring in that left to wherever is comfortable for you. Find that same posture. 
And this time I'm just gonna leave you in silence to breathe, to remain focused. If you lose your balance, that's okay. It's just like in centering prayer. Your thoughts come in, you just return to your balance, return to your fixed point, return to your breath. And release. Now we're going to step our right foot forward, kind of like we're gonna be in a lunge. So right foot forward. And then we're gonna send our left foot back, but then we're gonna turn our foot out 90 degrees. So your hips are gonna be facing forward. Your left foot is gonna be back, turned 90 degrees. So left foot back 90 degrees, right foot pointed forward. This is what they call warrior two. So right foot forward, hips are facing to the side. I know it's hard because my camera is all wonky. So right foot forward, bend that knee, left foot is straight out behind you. And then what I'm gonna invite you to do is on an inhale, we're gonna come back. We're gonna send our right arm up into the air, drop your left arm back to that back knee, but then don't put your weight on that left leg. Reach like someone's pulling you up to the ceiling. Keep reaching up, so we're leaning back. And then we're gonna come forward, now lifting our left arm into the air and allowing our right arm to rest on our front knee. But again, we don't want all of our weight to be down like this. Lift up to the ceiling. This is a side angle pose. So now what's fun about yoga is now we move with our breath. So I'm gonna invite you to do is on your inhale, come back to your right arm raised and your left arm back. And then on an exhale, send it back up to the right arm down, the left arm up, so you come forward. And so what I'll invite you to do over the next few seconds is move with your breath. On your inhale, go back. And on your exhale, go forward. And you may find that you wanna stay in a posture for a breath. You don't have to necessarily move with every breath, but I invite you to only move with an inhale or exhale. So we're sinking our body and our breath. And I'm gonna invite you to rise back up to the center position with our arms extended. And to balance it out, we're gonna to go to the other side. So I invite you to turn both your feet forward. So it's like you're in a wide angle stance here. Now turn your left foot 90 degrees out to the other side, bend that knee, put our arms up. And I'll invite you now to do that same flow. On an inhale, reverse it back, left arm up, right hand. There you go, she's got it. On an exhale, go forward. Exactly. So move at your pace with your breath.
All right, let's come back to center, turn our feet both facing inward. So from this wide leg stance then, we're gonna forward fold just like we did before. So keeping our legs apart, hinge at those hips and fold forward over those legs. If you can place your hands on the floor, that's great. If you're a slight bend, you can keep your hands on your thighs. But if it's in your practice, what I'm gonna invite you to do is slowly walk your hands out to your right leg. So keeping your legs straight, you can have a slight bend if you need to, walk both hands out to the right. And then on the next inhale, let's walk them across the floor over to the left. And your next exhale, let's go back to the right. And again, you can breathe in, be still. Then the next exhale back to the left and know that I am God. Back to center, let's slowly rise back up to standing. And then we'll come to sit down again and we'll do some seated postures. It's actually pretty fascinating because the oldest yoga posture is actually just simple seated, where you just sit on the floor in preparation for meditation. So with that, let's drop our neck to the left. You may find it helpful to extend a right arm. Then I invite you to see where do you feel the stretch? Send your breath to that spot. Let's come back to center, drop it to the other side. See if you notice a difference between the two sides of your neck, between the left, between the right. Back to center, extending our arms out in front of you. We're gonna send our right arm underneath our left. And if you want to stay right there, that's fine. Otherwise, we're going to intertwine them so our palms meet. It's called eagle arms. And if you can, raise and lower those elbows. So if you're like this, raise and lower those elbows. If you're like this, or if you're like this, raise and lower them and just breathe. What do you feel? What are you experiencing? and release, sending our arms out. Now let's send the opposite arm underneath the bottom. So we'll send our left under our right. Find that same expression as you had on the other side. If it's right here, stay right there and do that. If it's like this, that's okay. Wherever you're at, it's your expression. and release. Placing our hands just on our knees or on our thighs. On an inhale, I invite you to send your belly forward, your shoulders and your head back. This is like a seated cow posture. And then on an inhale, we're gonna send it, or sorry, on an exhale, we're gonna send it the opposite way. So hollowing our belly out. So sending our belly button back to our spine, allow your shoulders and head to come forward. 
This is called a seated cat posture. And just like we did with the, with the warrior flow, I'm gonna invite you with your breath on an inhale, send it all forward with your head going back. And then on your exhale, hollow it out again. So move between this cat and this cow with your breath at your pace. Go through this three or four times. inhale invite you just to come back to seated so there's just a few kind of basic postures um, in a normal class you know we, we might have music we'll bring in different scriptures different reflections um, different prayers you know we went through them pretty quick there's often longer periods of silence just to listen and pray um, lots of ways to do it but uh, yeah moving our body feeling it uh, breathing with it. I love that breath with that movement. So yeah, there's some basic movement for you. That's awesome, Phil. Thank you so much. And that was, I am amazed that I could not cross my arms. Mm. Aaron, Aaron was killing it over there. He was very flexible guy, very flexible for a large man. <laughs> well, I, have yeah, genetic, I, I have a genetic joint problem. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> well and again i mean it's it's like it's where your postures are i mean you know when i was at my yoga training um it was all women and me and so i have to tell you they like put me to shame man with some of the flexible especially when it came to like my hamstrings or my lower back like i could not do it um but then there were some strength postures that came a little easier and it was just like where you're at, like that's honoring your body, you know, and we don't always love our bodies very much, right? There's things we don't like about them um, or we don't always take care of them. And so sort of getting into them again, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of men here tonight, which is cool because there's often a lot of women <laughs> in yoga. And, but for men, I feel like, man, we got to get back to like feeling, we got to get back to like paying attention to our bodies. And um, people may not think of that as a spiritual thing, but really, like it communicates something of God. It communicates something of being present, of um, when we can learn to listen to our own bodies, it helps us to listen to others better as well. Um, so yeah, so there you go. Um, Phil, usually we would go into our centering prayer. Um, how do folks feel? Do, it's, we're now at, at 20, 20 of, normally we do 20 minutes, we could do 10 if um, folks need to go. Any, anyone want to do a shorter one today? The boss. <laughs> go, go for the full 20. You guys have all been primed and mind body synced. Now the spirit comes. <laughs> That's awesome. We will now start. We'll do, um, 
Well, and can I, can I also just also let you guys know, because I, I know people will probably drop out pretty quick after that code that I gave out, um, it should give you three days free as well. So if you just even want to try it out and see what you think. Um, yeah, so that's just my like quick two cent, like talking about myself. So <laughs> let you know that that's there. Yeah, to remind everyone, uh, <laughs> it was on the blog that if you enter Praxis, all caps, into that link that's in the chat or in the blog um, or in uh, the meetup page that you will be able to get that, that, that discount. So highly cool. recommend it. We will, we will give it a try for sure. our souls, O good one. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever unto ages of ages.
Well, um, does anyone want to share anything? On mute, I think, but you can just uh, go ahead and unmute if you want. John? While we were uh, uh, meditating there, I was thinking about, uh, <clears throat> before I said, you know, I'd, I hadn't done any uh, meditating or exercise or anything but that's not really true i was just i don't know what i was thinking i was actually after the last time we met last week my wife was and i we went for a drive north from here an hour to deliver some presents to my grandson um anyway um <clears throat> we were talking about um meditating and I was thinking, you know, this doesn't necessarily, I don't necessarily, I, I meditate, but not necessarily in the sense of this centered meditation, this type of centered meditation. And I was thinking about um, for the last couple of months now, what I do is before, uh, as I go to bed, um, I'm a Catholic, so I hold my rosary and just close my eyes and think about stuff, um, possibly things that I should be uh, taking responsibility for, things that have not gone right, other things, you know, thinking way back to my, you know, how my life has been and so on and so forth. And um, then I usually pray, you know, if you, seems that everybody here is a Christian anyway. <laughs> and in the, the rosary, right, we pray, there's the uh, Apostles' Creed. And then there's uh, our Father, three Hail Marys, Mary B. And then I usually pray one decade of, of uh, Hail Marys. And then I, I fall asleep. And um, thinking about, you know, meditating, and praying is not necessarily just one way. And I was thinking if we read, you know, different things, especially about uh, the saints, and other mystics before us, um, it's actually God. And even, you know, if you're if reading in, uh, um, from various mystics and from this centering prayer idea, um, it's actually God who puts the thoughts of, of himself into us and he prays through us. We pray to him or him praying, to, <laughs> not really exactly sure, but it, you know, that, that's really how it goes, right? It's God that puts his thoughts into us. That's, to, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. It, it's exactly the way, um, 
people describe contemplation. And in fact, one of the videos I almost showed for one of these sessions was um, a Catholic priest who was describing contemplation as our, our normal prayers where we ask for things or um, ask for things for other people or, or us praying to God. And then when you settle down your mind and get into contemplation, then, then God is praying in you. When you stop mm. actively doing anything, and it's, you know, can be a challenge to not do anything, even with your mind, uh, respecting mm -hmm. your mind, then, then God takes over. You should read The Interior mm -hmm. Castle by St. Teresa of Avila, if you haven't, because she talks about the two troughs. And the one is like you build the aqueduct to bring the water and you work at it. And the other is like the spring is up within and comes up and is no work is needed. It springs up. You'd probably like that because it sounds very much like what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I've read, like I said, Richard Rohr for the last five years. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Cynthia Bergolt and, uh, yeah. and other people like that, Thomas Keating. Um, uh, I'm particularly uh, um, a fan of, of Thomas Keating. He's, he's very, just, just passed away recently, but he's got wonderful stuff. Yeah, on yeah. You. you can hear just hours and hours of him. He's very gentle. On YouTube, yeah. Uh, that's Thomas Moore. Uh, not Thomas Moore, sorry. Ah. Merton? Merton. Merton, yeah. Thomas Merton. That's just, wow. And I just, I've, I've, I've known of Thomas Merton since my teens. Hmm. Uh, and I've read, you know, for the last 30 years, you know, stuff. And I just, that's yeah, definitely check him out. And um, also Basil Pennington. He's, he's also got a few things. Basil, I'm going to write that down. Well, that, that is all the time that we have for tonight. Um, if um, yeah, if you have any other questions, please um, please email me or um, all of all of Phil's information is you can go through Rua Space, which is just ruaspace.com. And um, again, in the chat window, links directly to the lessons. And um, yeah, we're looking at doing the the these sessions on a different night. I don't know if anyone wants to weigh in if Tuesday night works better for anybody, but that's the night I'm looking at because I have a class conflict. <laughs> you can e I can be here till seven on Tuesdays. What's that? I can be here till like right at the top of the hour on Tuesdays. So it's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, so if that will work for you, um, I'll, I'll send around an emails out to everybody too. Um, but uh, Phil, would you like to, to say the benediction? Yeah, friends, thank you so much. This was an honor. And so may you go in the grace and the peace of the Lord. May you listen to your body and may you listen to your thoughts. May you make space for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Phil. Um, I'm sorry, what was the name of that uh, author in the book that you mentioned before? Phil? Basil Pennington. Oh, uh, Teresa of Avila, Interior oh, Teresa. Castles. Oh, yeah. And what was the book? Interior Castles. Interior, Interior Castles. Castle. I, I, I know Teresa of Avila. Yeah. See you next week. Thanks, I guys. Know. It was a blessing. I'll, I'll have to stop in again. And uh, Yes, please come back.
That'd be awesome. All right, guys, we'll stay safe in all that snow, huh? Yeah, we'll try. And keep in touch. Let's do more together, all right? Yeah, let's do this again. I can I can see us like doing more more yoga before this and, and yeah, this really works well. Love it. Hey man, whenever I find people on a similar journey, I uh I enjoy it. So we'll 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 keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bye guys. Thank you.